This is Grape Waves Daily, podcasting from Iceland Airwaves Music Festival in Reykjavik, Iceland. Sounds, insights, artist interviews, every day during Airwaves. From your friends at Reykjavik Grapevine and Instuk Beer. Let's begin It's our second episode of Grape Waves Daily here at Iceland Airwaves 2018, the 20th edition of Airwaves. I'm Tim Pogo, and on the show today, we'll be talking to the Icelandic duo Hurar, also a guest who's doing some very important work for an EU initiative for equality in music. And I'll be chatting with someone who's been writing about and discovering music for over 30 years, most notably for Rolling Stone magazine, the legendary music journalist David Frick. First, though, don't forget to keep using the hashtag GrapeWaves, and you can score yourself one of the Grapevine and Einstuck beer goodie bags. It's uh, full of beer from Einstuck, of course, also stuff from 66 North to, you know, keep you warm, and music from Icelandic indie labels. Use GrapeWaves hashtag on your Instagram posts, your tweets, get creative, get weird with it, and you never know what might catch the attention of the Grapevine staff. Case in point, the big prize yesterday was the 66 North jacket and we got a shout out to the guy who won it his Instagram handle is Katlidi the poor guy got sick ended up in hospital his friend used the Grape Waves hashtag on a photo of him in hospital and now he's got the super warm 66 North jacket to help him recover good stuff the other big prize winner for the two passes to the Hydra flotation spa went to someone with the handle instatom so good job to you and uh, you can be next there's still two more of the main daily prizes left to go a winter clothing bag from farmers market and a stack of vinyl I've seen it this is you you want this I'm telling you if you're in visiting for airwaves you're gonna need an extra bag to check in to carry this stuff home it's a stack of vinyl from the top Icelandic indie labels, Bedroom Community, Bad Taste, Mengi, Alden Music, and Falk. Plus, more of the regular Grapevine and Inchstock bags are up for grabs as well. So keep hashtagging Grape Waves. All right, my first guest today, David Frick of Rolling Stone Magazine, who I caught up with a little earlier. As we celebrate the 20th edition of Iceland Airwaves, I had to at least grab this man for a couple of minutes because he's been coming here since the beginning, so much so that he's won a lifetime pass today, <laughs> Mr. David Frick of Rolling Stone Magazine. Hello. Hello, and uh, thank you to uh, all of Iceland and Iceland Airwaves and Iceland Air for this incredible lifetime pass. It gives me that much more reason to live a lot longer. Yeah, you want to cash that in over and over again. I'm going to keep passing it in as long <laughs> as I draw breath. You've been paying attention to Icelandic music since the 80s, more or less, right? The first time I was here was in uh, 1988 to uh, do the first real substantial reporting on the Sugar Cubes before their record, Life's Too Good, came out in the U.S., and then they uh, started touring later that year. So I was really the first American, certainly the first American writer to come over here. And being the kind of guy that I am, I just got right into all the music I could. Alcee from Smeklesi was brilliant. Arnie Matheson from Morganblotted. Uh, I made so many friends here, everybody in the Sugar Cubes, Siggy, Anar, the whole mob. And then over and over as I kept coming back, the list of friends got bigger, the records I brought home got bigger, and I'm deep into it. I lo- I'm here because I love it. I'm here to work, but I'm here because I love it first. There's assignments, and then there's things like this that touch your heart, right? I don't think of this as an assignment. This is something I seek out, and if ever I should be, you know, just 
on my own, I would do it anyway because this is the kind of, th I find this to be a very life-affirming experience, musically, culturally, socially. I always tell people so many different parts of my life somehow trace back to times, experiences, people, friends from here. Do you find that as well? For a place that people think of as very small and very insular, you know, Iceland has always had, and I found this out when I got here, it always had a view out to the world. They didn't just stick inside the border. You know, they were very world aware. You know, Einar was here in 1976-77 with punk rock and bringing that back to Iceland after he finished school there. So that's really an example of how, you know, going out and seeking the things that you don't have and then bringing them back and then they mutate into something special like Perker Pilnik, you know, Kukul, the sugar cubes, and then you get Sigur Ross and, uh, you know, all of these other things that I've written about, Jacobin Arena, Grisa La Palisa, you know, these are all things that I've written about because of connections that I made, friends that suggested something that turned me upside down and I thought, you know, if I can write about it, I will. If I can't, I'll just buy the record and <laughs> tell people about it because that's what I always did before I became a writer. You share this stuff because it's important to share. Because it means something to you. Yeah, it means something to me. Hopefully it'll mean something to somebody else. And that's so much of what you do in this life is based on friendship. The people that you stay in touch with and you stay close with. And one of the reasons I've been so connected to the place is the friends that I have go back 30 years and I made sure that those friendships stayed and as a result when I come here I don't feel like I'm traveling I feel like I'm just going to another neighborhood I know really mm -hmm. well anything you do in life 20 times uh, for over 20 years can maybe get comfortable be the same old same old to some degree what is that about this festival that still may surprise you year to year i'm always surprised because i never go in thinking i've seen it all if you come in thinking you've seen it all or uh this doesn't look that interesting you're definitely going to miss stuff if people ask me are you always looking are you looking for the next big thing and i go no i'm looking for the thing i don't know yet that's the whole point of reporting that's the whole point of criticism journalism and it's really the whole point of life Find the thing you don't know yet, because if it's great, it will enrich your life. And if it isn't, you don't have to worry about doing it again. <laughs> exactly. You know, been there, done that. But it's the thing I don't know yet, and that's the whole point of reporting. And that's really the whole point of life. Life is like one big job of reporting. Anything on your radar screen uh, that you don't yet know that you're looking forward to seeing this week? There are a couple of things I want to see because I know how good they are, and I like to see them again. Glara Kaur, Mahmoud, Fufano... There's oh, actually I want to see Hugar, which I haven't seen, but I really like the record, the 2014 release, and I know they have another one coming. Unius, I want to actually see him because I know the music, but I've never seen him perform. But other than that, it's just like I'm just going to swan around and see what there is to see. You know, if I can't get into one venue, I'll go to the other one. You That's really, how it works you really here. have to work hard to have a lousy time. <laughs> exactly. Again, congratulations on being recognized here at Airways. Thank you for your congrats, pass. and thank you to Iceland, <laughs> Iceland Air, and Iceland Airways for a lifetime pass. You're not. Uh, you're going to wish you hadn't given right. Me this exactly. Thing. This is going to get a because I ain't going away. <laughs> thank you. Cheers, man. And up next is Hugar a duo whose entire existence as musicians and artists centers around just a few blocks in the outskirts of Reykjavik. 
See, they grew up as neighbors and began simply with access to a friend's studio around the corner in which they tinkered around, started making music, and they now stand at the forefront of exciting, inventive, instrumental music, with occasional vocals too, and they've been described as the gateway drug from indie music to classical. Seriously, it's pretty cool. They've just finished a tour of Europe and are going right back there for more next week and then some UK dates later in the month. And here's how our conversation went down. Beggar and Peter of Hura. Hura. Oh, okay. Uh, almost, though. Get- almost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's getting towards the end of the Airwaves week. So yeah. it's when people are kind of starting to tire out a bit. Yeah. I have the medicine for that. Oh yeah, what's that? You you need to go to Vesterbyloin, to swimming, ah. swimming pool. You need to go to the hot tub or the cold tub and get some chill on. You can actually do the combo, right? Don't you do like the, the hot one first? Yeah, and that's the what cold? they do. Yeah, okay. we, we swap between. Then we go to the steam room and the sauna, and then we swim a few rounds, and that's how we do it. It's a whole process. Yeah, it's a whole process. Then if you're lucky, you can go in the slide if you have been well behaved. Sweet. Then you can go to the slide. A hungover will just flush away. It just disappears. Yeah. Just it's, a magic, it's a magic slide. <laughs> Fantastic. See, if you're out there, guys, uh, experiencing airwaves, this this is local information. Yeah. yeah. Heard it fir- first here. That's right. You guys did your thing as musicians, lending your expertise to artists who are pretty much already established, right? So you did that for a while. Sure. And yeah. then one day we're like, well, wait a second. We got our own songs, too. Yeah, exactly. Kind of what happened was uh, we'd been playing together in many different bands and around 2012-ish I was working in a studio where uh, that a friend of mine owned in his basement and he was going on tour asked me to take care of the studio while he was away. And so I called Peter and I asked like, hey man, should we make some music? And we're like, yeah, let's try it. Let's go into the studio. Let's try to make something. And, and then we kind of collected this these few songs that ended up being our first album we gave it for free download online put on spotify got 40 million plays and now we just signed to sony in the states and yeah a lot of fun things happening you know uh, with have some tours playing all over europe in the states next year so pretty exciting times we are excited what goes through your mind then when you're working in your friend's studio and the next thing you look 40 million times someone listened to something you made yeah that's, yeah but it's more about you know the possibilities that it's giving us like being able to travel and play music for more people you know that's the that's a real enjoyment we get out of it you know when you're somewhere in a foreign place a lot of these people are you know seeing you for the first time does that change how it feels yeah i think it, it puts us in a position where we have to really try to go into their minds and and see like how do we take our music or what we're doing and present it in a way where they can't not like it, you know. So we basically made a really nuts visual show and lights and, and stuff. So if you don't like the music, you're at least going to like the lights. No, just kidding. There's other ways to be entertained, okay. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't like the lights, then hopefully you like the visuals. And if you don't like that, then... Then hopefully yeah, there's a bar bad. in the back, yeah. yeah, or something. I don't know. Any favorite spots so far that this music has taken you? There's this one, like I think, m- most m- memorable experience that was in an old Finnish cottage in Warsaw, in Poland. And I think maybe 300 people showed up or something in like 50 capacity cottage. So, you know, all the windows, all the doors, everything was just open wide. 
and there were like people standing all around the cottage and we were like playing and quite a nice evening. Like people standing behind us on the stage to fit yeah. in, it was really... <laughs> it's great. Like re- and and realising that, you know, after the show that one person has been like... Standing on stage all night, it was, it was a magical experience. That sounds like a great gig. Yeah. So that was in Poland? In Poland, yeah. yeah. See, unfortunately, if that was in America, the guy called the fire marshal would turn up and say, this is too many people, it's unsafe, you gotta go. It's, you yeah. know, it buzzkill, so... Are there any spots that you are going to for the first time, maybe in the coming year, that you're just absolutely psyched to see? Yeah, I mean, we plan to travel as far as we can next year. We really want to go to some places in, I mean, even to South America and to Asia. That's that's the plan for now, at least. So hopefully we'll be able to make that happen. How about for people who are here present, walking the streets of Reykjavik, trying to get the absolute most out of airwaves? Maybe a couple things that... Uh, they ought to check out, keep in mind. I think to be open-minded, be you know, open to get surprised, um, see something new that you haven't seen or heard before. Um, what would you say as well? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's always the best plan, to go somewhere and maybe not even make your schedule. Just go and, and see what's out there, because I think I mean, the festival is very well curated and, and it's... Nothing that's on the festival is bad. Everything is really good and of high quality. So that's yeah. You really can't screw it up, right? Exactly. As, as yeah. A, as a spectator. <laughs> well, it, you can if you hit the booze too quickly, too hard throughout the day. That's right. Yeah, that, that, that's right. Then you have to go to the swimming pool the day after. Uh, see, but but yeah. then there you go. You already provided that remedy. So yeah. yeah. All right. So. And that's the best part, folks. You're out there doing it, and so are the musicians doing the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Much, so. It's the most fun part of the year for us. Absolutely. And you guys, seriously, I'll see you back in the States uh, in a matter of months. Yeah. So yeah. it can be a fun ride, and uh, we're excited for you. So good luck. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Berger and Peter. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. If you are an Airways regular and, and follow along with Airwaves, you probably saw this news in the last handful of months. If you're brand new to Airwaves, then this is definitely something you need to know. They've been recognized as one of the first music festivals on the global stage to feature a lineup of 50% female artists, 50% male artists. And listen, this just doesn't happen around the world. However, it will someday, thanks to the efforts of my next guest, Jess Partridge from Key Change. And the PRS Foundation. And the PRS Foundation. Hello. Hi. Let's talk about what you guys do. Key Change is an important organization, and you're here with a massive presence at Airwaves this year. Tell everybody what's going on. We have spent the last year taking a delegation of 60 women from across Europe to different festivals. And so at Iceland Airways this year, we have 10 artists from that delegation outside of Iceland. And then we have the 10 participants from inside Iceland as well. So we have 20 people here that are part of what we're doing. So it's a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> You're busy basically this week. We're, we're really busy. We have not only do we have the artists, but we also had a reception yesterday. And tonight we have a reception at uh, Silverstall. In my best Icelandic, which is <laughs> it's which much is better than mine, infantile at best, uh, Silverstall. 
Mm-hmm. Basically, it's the venue connected to the grocery store bonus. Yes. That's the best thing this week. And at 6.30 this evening, we'll be having a reception and uh, an award giving. So we have this Key Change Inspiration Award. And at each festival, we've been awarding it to people who obviously are inspiring, women who are inspiring. So tonight, we'll be awarding someone from Iceland. Is that event open to anybody? Anyone with a wristband. Fantastic. Come down. Uh, we have drinks and burgers and a vegan optional. No VIP only, no RSVPs, just turn up. <laughs> just turn up, come have a good time. Fantastic. Give us the background sort of, of how this came to be here at Iceland Airwaves. So I work for a company called the PRS Foundation in the UK, and it was set up between us and five festivals across Europe. And everyone agreed to host 10 to 60 women at their festival and put on these workshops and everything. So as we got together at Rupert Festival, last year which seems like a very long time ago now (laughs) we all sat down and looked through the applications for participants so people from each country had applied to be part of it and be taken to these festivals and as we sat down and did that a lot of the festivals were like hey we need to commit to gender equality in a wider way in a bigger way they all discussed how they could do that and they decided that committing to a 50 50 gender balance by the years 2022 would be the way to do that and in different countries, people are at different stages of being able to achieve this kind of gender balance. So that's why it was over five years. We wanted to create like long-term sustainable change, not just, oh, yeah, let's we'll just do, do it, it next once. year. Ooh, yeah, great. Yeah, exactly. Tick so, that box. Okay, great. Move on. <laughs> it's all about achieving and maintaining that 50-50 gender balance. And then loads of other festivals are like, hey... I want to commit to that. Mm-hmm. So now we have 130 festivals signed up and it's constantly growing. And they're from all over the world, not just from Europe. So we're just working on growing that network and getting everyone to commit to a gender balance. Incredible. Did you experience any pushback from festivals? Yeah, we've experienced a lot. Really? Um, it's easier with festivals that are more conference focused, more new music focused. I think when you get to the bigger, more commercial festivals, we've definitely experienced more pushback. And that's one of the reasons that we've never had anything to do with headliners. Like there's nothing in what we're doing that says your headliner should be 50-50. It's all about making sure that even if you're achieving 50-50 gender balance, that it's something you can build on, something that will in the future become headliners. So, yeah, we've experienced all kinds of pushback. We've had some wild, wild conversations with <laughs> festivals over the last year. Um, but in general, I think we've been received very, very positively. People are really happy with what we're doing. And at the end of the day, it's not really about achieving a 50-50 gender balance dead on. It's about thinking about who you're booking. It's about thinking about diversity of all kinds, not just gender. And it's about embracing everyone's backgrounds which of the artists that you're working with still have shows coming up this week and uh, which other performers are you looking forward to seeing we still have four key change acts playing this week tonight we'll be going to see Kriya she's one of the Icelandic participants we have Mary Culkin fairly traditional Estonian folk artist she plays an instrument that's developed and created in Estonia so it's something that you won't have seen anywhere else. Exactly. This is the festival where you see that sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> something where you'll never come across anywhere else ever again. She's incredible. And to top off the evening, we have Kat Frankie, who uh, is yeah. our 
one of our German participants. Super excited for her to play. How can people find you and get involved and get behind it? You can find us on all social networks as KeyChangeEU. And we have a great and very informative website, KeyChange.EU. Jess, you're doing amazing things, seriously. I hope you enjoy the rest of your airwaves. And thank you for hanging out. Appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for having me. And we're just about done with another episode of Grape Waves Daily. Thanks again to legendary music writer David Frick for joining me. And if you're new to airwaves or Icelandic music in general, you might want to check back to some of the things he talked about during that interview. It was a bit of a lesson in Icelandic rock and pop history. And as he always brilliantly does, he tied it right into all the artists which are making a name for themselves right now. Also, thanks to Berger and Peter of Hurar and Jess Partridge of Key Change. Don't forget, keep hitting the hashtag GrapeWaves to score one of the Grapevine and Ainstuk beer goodie bags, and we'll have more tomorrow. Thanks for listening. I'm Tim Pogo. This has been GrapeWaves Daily. Join us tomorrow for more from Iceland Airwaves Music Festival in Reykjavik. From your friends at Reykjavik Grapevine and Ainstuk beer. <laughs>